0: Haywoods Beach on the outside, continues to close. Goalie got the jump. Haywoods Beach on the outside. Goalie Haywoods Beach. Goalie wins. It's a photo finish in race one. The running time, 149.31 seconds.
1: And that's about as close as you can get to experiencing a horse race through a podcast from the Great Race Place, also known as the Santa Anita Racetrack, located in Arcadia, California. Wait, back up, Jeffrey. Oh, sorry. Let's start from the beginning. If you ask people around here about our home city of Arcadia, California, you get a lot of interesting responses. What is the first thing you think of when you hear the word Arcadia? China.
2: Lichy jelly fundraiser. The Arboretum. It's not
1: exactly their fault. The racetrack and its history seem to have a sort of old fashioned, mysterious air about it, despite being such an integral part of our city. So, in this podcast episode, let's explore the general and cultural significance of Arcadia's shining star, the Santa Anita racetrack. I'm Jeffrey Lee. And I'm Becky Chen. First, let's set the background of Arcadia.
3: I've been here at Santa Anita for oh, just a little over 25 years. That's Pete Siberell.
1: He's the director of special projects at Santa Anita Park.
3: A guy named uh, from the Bay Area, a dentist named uh, Charles Strube. He was looking to build a racetrack but couldn't find land. He got together with a guy named Hal Roach. They both combined forces. Uh, They bought, I think it was 215 acres from Anita Baldwin, who was Lucky Baldwin's daughter. And then they bought some more land after that to about 350 acres um, and opened uh, racing starting Christmas Day of 1934.
1: Today, the famous racetrack is a big attraction to many who visit the Southern California area. But more importantly, it also holds a darker history.
2: Back when, when the United States entered World War II in 1941, the Santa Anita racetrack was converted into what was called an assembly center.
1: That's the current mayor of Arcadia, Mayor
2: April Verlato. That is where they um, would put all those of Japanese descent uh, throughout the state of California. They would bring them to the Santa Anita racetrack. They had tons of barracks. There was a mess hall. There was a laundry facility, a hospital, and all these different things were there. People were brought there. And then from that point, they were then taken on trains out to the Midwest where they were kept in actual internment camps for several years.
1: To gain a better understanding of the living conditions of the internees at the time, we talked to Hideko Sansui, who was only 40 days old when she and her entire family were held at the racetrack.
2: At that time, there was an outbreak of uh, chickenpox. It was horrible, you know, and, and uh, my mother, of course, you know, being a newborn, she, she was so worried that I was going to get it. She thought I was going to die in that godforsaken place. Everybody went into the stalls, the horse stalls, everyone. There were horse dropping, and they didn't clean it up. They didn't clean it, sanitize it, or do any of that. We had a They gave you, hand out everybody, gunny sacks, and you filled it with straw. That was the bed.
1: Mrs. Sansui went on to talk about the experience as a whole and how, even many years after she and her family were released, the memory of being confined at the racetrack left a lasting mark.
2: My sister told her, I said, come on, let's go to Santa Anita and we'll, we'll go set at that. Uh, you know, at this area, they have white cable clock, they have waiters, and all that, and it's a beautiful venue. And she she looked at <laughs> me, she says, she would never step into that place, she says.
0: The next stop is
4: Arcadia Station, connect here with the Arcadia Transit Shuttle to Canada and Park Racetrack, City Hall, Methodist
1: Hospital. So after the racetrack's reopening in 1945, following World War II, the racetrack was once again very prosperous. The racetrack was even used as the 1984 Olympic Arena for equestrian events, and many Arcadia residents attended, including former mayor
4: Gary Kovacic. I was at many events. I basically took two weeks off of work to attend. But yes, uh, our whole family went to a dressage event at Santa Anita Racetrack. Dressage is the uh, kind of intricate uh, pacing that horses go through.
2: So today, the the racetrack has a multitude of uses.
1: That's the current mayor,
2: April Verlato, again. Not just horse racing, but it's also an event space, a a venue for things like the 626 Market. Boy Scouts does a huge kind of grand opening. So it gets used for a lot of different things. Horse racing is really only um, six months of the year for our racetrack from December to June.
1: The aforementioned 626 Night Market is the largest Asian inspired night market in America. Other sporting events include the Breeders' Cup, one of the top horse racing events in the world, which was held at the Santa Anita Racetrack for a record 10th time in 2019. Recently, however, there is increasing controversy over whether the racetrack should even remain open. Since 2018, 42 horses had to be euthanized after suffering fractures and injuries at an alarming rate. Two horses dead in two days means horses are being forced to race when they shouldn't be. Says PETA senior vice president Kathy Guillermo.
3: You know, one horse injury, one horse fatality is one too many.
1: That's Mr. Sibirel, director of special projects again.
3: And we are all sick about it. This is a it's a family and it's we have eighteen hundred horses here living at Santa Anita. The trainers and owners and people around the horses love them and take care of them. And we had a spike of of, of fatalities here last year. We had to close down for three weeks to figure it all out. Um, we've taken some very important measures to prevent horse injuries and fatalities as best we can. There's a lot we've invested heavily in uh, imaging machines to pick up on little micro fractures that horses may have um, uh, have developed. And we have a panel now of, of people, of experts, including veterinarians, who can actually Uh, toss out horses from those who are are about to race um, just because we don't really like the way they look or they've stepped or their past history.
1: On the other hand, shutting down the racetrack would mean the shutdown of countless jobs as well. Approximately 3,000 employees work in the backstretch where the horses are stabled and maintained.
4: Not only the people that are going to be out of jobs here, a great industry, but the impact on everybody's life every day if this thing were to be developed and this and that, it, it would be a radical change in, in lifestyle here.
1: That's Mike Willman, publicity director at Santa Anita.
4: But the economic impact of the place is, is the greatest impact. Back when this place was averaging 30,000 people a day, there was there was a, a, an admission tax uh, where 25 cents out of every dollar went to the city of Arcadia. You know, But uh, Santa Anita is still a significant economic contributor, and not just here – But the other ancillary industries, you think of hotels, restaurants, we have a big, big footprint.
1: Now let's talk about today. The heyday where countless celebrities could be seen in the racetrack's famous chandelier room may be gone, but the memories certainly live on. I experienced this firsthand as I went with Mr. Larry Stewart a local journalist for over 40 years who covered horse racing on a tour of the racetrack I will never forget. Wow,
2: that's really cool, Jeffrey.
1: Yeah, I met legendary bartender Frank Panza, who has worked more than 50 years at the racetrack and had many stories to tell.
4: Well, it is my favorite story is the day when I kissed Ava Gardner. <laughs> Can you tell me a little bit about that? She was up there <laughs> with her husband, Frank, and she asked me to kiss her, and I backed off, you know. And Frank said to me, called my, my name is Frank, too. He says, Frank, you have a hearing problem? I says, no, why? why do you ask? He says, well, my wife asked you to kiss her. Why don't you respect her wishes? So I kissed her. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome.
1: And you might be surprised to learn that Ms. Gardner's husband, Frank, was none other than Frank Sinatra. Oh my God, you're kidding. If you ask anyone working there, you will get the feeling that the love for the racetrack and the horses is still there.
4: As a kid, I remember Native Diver. That's Mike Wilman again. He was like a jet black horse, and he was what you would call a runoff, but a guy named Jerry Lambert had real light hands. And if you left that horse alone going to the far turn, he would—he was almost impossible to
0: beat. As a kid, I, my dad used to take me to the races.
1: That's Frank Miramati, the official commentator for the racetrack.
0: It became my favorite sport. A lot of people like the Rams, the Dodgers, the Lakers, the Kings. I just wanted to go to Hollywood Park or Santa Anita or maybe an occasional trip to Del Mar. I traveled 23 years as a track announcer, hoping to one day have the opportunity to be here. And so I cherish every moment. They call this the Great Race Place. I call it the Greatest Race Place. One of my last memories of being with my dad at the races was in 1984, the first Breeders' Cup at Hollywood Park. Last year, I had the privilege of calling the Breeders' Cup here at Santa Anita um, in the booth of my idol, and the biggest races in the world at my favorite track in the world. So to me, I am very fortunate in that I have exceeded all of my career aspirations.
1: And while the stands may not be quite as full as they used to be, to Mr. Miramadi, horse racing isn't close to a dying business.
0: The on-track crowds are lower now. And the reason for that is not because the sport is declining. It's actually quite the contrary. The sport has continued to grow. But because of the television coverage, um, It's easier for people to watch and bet on the races from their homes, without a doubt. You don't have to only come here. You can be across town um, at other simulcast facilities, and you can be at home wagering legally on the phone and, and on your computer.
1: From the highs of horse racing and tradition, to the lows of terrible internment policies, from animal rights concerns to social gatherings, the story of the Santa Anita racetrack may sometimes be a controversial one but also one with extraordinary hope. So, what exactly does this mean for our generation? For the young students like you and me who are growing up around something this significant? It is up to us, and the next Arcadians, to atone for its past as well as cultivate its development as new generations discover the racetrack. Only by bringing up the tales of the Santa Anita Racetrack's past can Arcadia understand how it came to be and proceed into the future without burdens to hold it down. So when people from the other states and even other countries ask us, what's in Arcadia? We can stand up straight and with pride say the the Santa Santa Anita Anita Racetrack Racetrack. with its long and varied history, which still connects Arcadia residents past, present, and future.